Algar Productions. Algar Productions. Algar Productions. Sarcastic Voyage presents the continuing story of Contentment Corner, starring Amanda Smith as Jenga Cinder. Previously, the roguish and ruggedly handsome Case Cutchington appeared at the Contentment Corner Sheriff's Department seeking assistance. This came as something of a surprise to the Sheriff's Department, since Mr. Cutchington had been confirmed dead in 1987. An ensuing investigation by Sheriff Bax Magma confirmed that Case's immortal soul still resides in its last known location, Hell. Which complicated things a bit further. Sheriff Magma then learned of a heretofore unknown-to-him repository of secret knowledge known as the Compendium Contentmentium, from which he apparently gleaned the answers Case was seeking. But, upon returning to the Sheriff's Department, he discovers not only that the man claiming to be Case has vacated the premises, but that longtime deputy Jenga Cinder has apparently been impregnated by Case in the few hours they were alone together. We join Sheriff Magma and Deputy Cinder now in the maternity wing of Admiral Hospital on the west side of Contentment Corner. You know, Sheriff, I appreciate you coming down here with me. Really, I do. But this is a bit of a personal matter, and... And I'm like a father to you, so logically, I should be right here by your side. Sheriff, I'm old enough to be your mother. Well, apparently, with seahorses, you know seahorses. Yes, Sheriff, I know seahorses. Are you going to tell me how a male seahorse can get pregnant? Oh, I, uh, I told you that one before? No, it's pretty common knowledge. Huh. Well, if that don't beat all. Yeah, so listen... I left my sample. I'm just waiting for the doctor to come back and give me my results. Sure. My very private results. I eagerly await these results with you. Go home, Sheriff. Or go back to the office. Or, I don't know, go see a movie or something. I don't care. But I assure you I can handle this. Oh, uh, alrighty then. So I'll just, uh, I'll be leaving then. Thanks. I'll be in touch if I need to, I, I don't know suddenly take maternity leave or whatever. Oh, sure thing. Sure, sure. Uh, I'll just be off then. <sighs> Christ, I need a cigarette. I don't think they let you smoke in the maternity ward. Well, I am a cop, so I can probably just do what I want. But they might call my boss back here, and it'd take me another half hour to get him to leave again. Anyways, what are you doing here, Gondola? I could ask you the same, Jenga. You can't possibly be pregnant, can you? No. As it happens, I could not possibly be. First of all, I'm 56 goddamned years old. Remember when the world didn't end in 2012? I mean, I have a continuous memory of the world not ending every year since I was born. Fair point. What I'm saying is, it's possible the Aztecs were predicting the twilight of my fertility rather than a full-on global apocalypse. Not very possible, though. Granted. I've been hanging around Sheriff Magma too long. Anyways, my point is, it is not, as far as I know, possible for me to be pregnant for at least two reasons. The first is, I am most decidedly postmenopausal. The second is, I only spent a couple of hours with a man who did this to me, and at no time were we in any way intimate. Strangely enough, I find myself in a very similar situation. What, really? Hmm. Well... The latter detail, in any case. My womb is as potentially bountiful as it's ever been. That's an 
interesting choice of words. And I only spent five minutes in the company of this gentleman, fully clothed. Though I must admit, he did have a certain roguish and ruggedly handsome quality about him. Wait a minute. Roguish and ruggedly handsome? That's right. Was this fellow a white male, approximately six foot two in height, wearing a black blazer over a white t-shirt and an eye patch over his left eye? How on earth did you- Gondola, we're talking about the same man. Miss Vanderbork, I- Yes, doctor? Oh, Miss Cinder. Actually, I I have basically the same news for both of you. Okay, but shouldn't you tell us separately, privately, doctor-patient confidentiality and all that? I won't tell anyone if you won't. Oh, the irony. So, neither of you seem terribly pleased by the somewhat baffling turn of events you came in here to report. I can therefore assume that you will take it as good news that you are not pregnant. Either of you. Oh, thank heavens. Yeah, this makes a little more sense. So, what happened? I was convinced I was with child, despite all logical evidence to the contrary. Well, I can't say for absolute certain, but broadly speaking, ladies, this is Contentment Corner. I... I know you're relatively new to town, Miss Vanderborg, but Deputy Cinder has been here a long time, and she can tell you a lot of weird shit can happen here. Is that your considered medical opinion? As a matter of fact, it is. I've worked in a number of hospitals in my career, and this is the only one where they issued me a rubber WTF stamp for filling out paperwork. Surely official paperwork would not carry such a vulgar proclamation. Eh, I tell people it stands for, what's this for? Charming. You ladies aren't the first to report this problem. Not even the first ones I've seen tonight, in fact. Just earlier, I saw Mrs. Okay. I realize you have absolutely no regard for confidentiality, but I do. In the abstract, I mean. As a cop and a victim of whatever the hell just happened here, I suppose I do want to know more. You're giving me some real mixed signals here, Deputy. Can you tell me how many women you've seen about this problem today? Uh, including you two, 14. And none of them ended up actually being pregnant? Not a one. Hmm. Did any of them report being in contact with a roguish and ruggedly handsome gentleman? Pretty much all of them, now that you mention it. Am I a good detective, or am I a good detective? You appear to be a good detective. And come to mention it, someone else came around asking about that very same fella. Another woman? No, this was a man. Said he was the, uh, let's see, it's, it's been a long shift, so bear with me for a minute here. Um, the limousine to the town council? Does that sound right? Is that a thing? The liaison to the town council? Yeah, that sounds more like it. Kind of ageless-looking guy. Five foot eight, about 180. Dark hair and a ponytail. That's the guy. Son of a... Oh, and he said something else, too. Not to tell anyone he was here, especially any law enforcement. You don't actually know the meaning of the word discretion, do you, Doctor? Sorry, no. I do know everything there is to know about the female reproductive system, if you'd like to test me on that. We're good, thanks. Right. Well, if that's all, I'll be on my way. Oh, ow, actually, uh, sorry, one more thing. Uh, Miss Vanderbork? Yes? While your test did definitively confirm that you are not pregnant, it does look like those flamingo bites you have on your arms have become quite infected. You may want to get that looked at. Okay. So, look at it, then. What do I look like? Some kind of doctor? Flamingo bites? That's something you don't see every day. <sighs> if only that were the case. Well... Now I guess I have to track down this liaison to the town council. It sounds like you've met him before. Oh, I have. Lots of times. 
The first time I remember seeing him was 1984. I was a rookie, only a few months on the force. We'd just lost an officer, a sheriff actually, Sheriff Tatar, and apparently she was the latest in a long line of on-the-job fatalities. The early 80s were like the Wild West in Contentment Corner, apparently. Without Sheriff Tatar, it was just me and old Jim, who was about two weeks from retirement. And I know what you're thinking, what a cliché, right? But seriously, he was. Sometimes it happens. I mean, people have to retire. So I'm all of about 23 years old. Never drawn my weapon, never made an arrest of my own. And it's me and this doddering old fossil, who honestly should have packed it in 10 years before. Again, total cliche. Like a bad sitcom waiting to happen. It was less hilarious though and more... Highly inefficient. More importantly, neither of us was going to step up to become sheriff. We weren't really sure what was supposed to happen next. Jim was out on patrol, or more likely sleeping in his patrol car someplace or cultivating his Andy Rooney eyebrows, or whatever octogenarians did in 1984. I was manning the station when... Hey, Deputy Cinder! Relax, no need to panic, everything's fine. Well, I wasn't panicking until you said that. Ha 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 It's great to see a sense of humor in a public servant. Should I know you? Well, you should. And now you do. I'm the liaison from the town council. The what now? Well, you know how Contentment Corner is ruled over by a small legislative body known as the town council? I thought the mayor... Oh, the mayor! The mayor, of course. The mayor. Mayor Tyrannus is a delightful guy. Met him a bunch of times. Real class act. Great dress sense, too. But he's not actually in charge. Oh, he is. He is in charge. He's definitely Charles in charge. <laughs> you know, like that new show with uh, uh, Scott Bayo. I thought the mayor's name was Oscar. Anywho, there's a town council. This is probably something you should know, deputy, seeing as you work for this city. Yeah, I guess I should. Ha ha ha! I'm just messing with you. You're here to keep the peace, not teach people civics. That's what we have civics teachers for, am I right? I'll save you the trouble, deputy. I am right. So what does the town council want with... Right, right, of course. The reason I'm here. God, I'd forget my own head if I didn't need it to eat and breathe and tell you there's no reason to panic. I did mention there's no reason to panic, didn't I? That's how this conversation started, yes? If I can remember that long ago. Ho, ho, ha! You're a real kidder. Deputy Cinder, I am pleased to introduce you to your new sheriff. You can come on in now. Sheriff Metallius Steele. Deputy. Sheriff Steele was great. She was this, well... She was a cyborg. But she was also, like, really horny all the time. Um, I'm explaining this badly, because that makes it sound unwelcome and creepy. It, it wasn't at all. She was charming. The woman liked sex, and she was a machine. A literal machine. N not a sex machine. She was a policing machine. But she only lasted about three years. Got her circuit scrambled good in 87, and just sort of wandered off to parts unknown. I actually had the mumps at the time. Not that I think I would have been much good against anything capable of taking out Sheriff Steele. I'm not saying things would have been different had I been there. I'm just saying I missed it. And on the day I came back... I'd like to introduce you all to... Oh, uh, Deputy Cinder. 
You're cleared for duty again, then? Yes. Sorry, I didn't catch your name. I'm the liaison from the town council. And I was just telling your fellow deputies here that there's no need to panic. Why would we... Because I'm here to introduce you to your new sheriff, Trace Irons. And what kind of a thing is he? Morning, Contentment Corner. I look forward to working with each and every one of you. There's only two of us. Well, that's just great. Irons was pretty great in his own way, too. Very different from Sheriff Steele. Also not like any cop I'd met before or since. He was so completely trusting. He just saw the best in everyone. No matter what. Tragically, we lost him in 89. Or, I thought we had. I was certain no man could have walked out of that situation alive. But the next day... Here was this liaison fella telling us not to panic and dropping Sheriff Irons off to start his duty shift. It basically unfolded the same way a few more times after that. Irons retired in 1997. They actually offered me the job, but I'm not interested in being in charge. So we went without a sheriff for about a week, and then, sure enough, there's Mr. Liaison again, delivering Sheriff Silver. He was squarely average. Like, kind of a nothing. Like a dragon fruit in that he was flavorless and entirely unremarkable. Good enough cop, I guess, but honestly, I could have done better. Except I didn't want the job, like I said. We lost Silver in the line of duty in 2004. They offered me the job again. I turned it down again. Happy on the streets, not in the sheets. Wait, that's not how that expression goes. So here comes this liaison yet again, this time with Sheriff Rust. And I know you haven't been here long and probably haven't heard the stories, but Sheriff Rust was not good. He was the opposite of good. What you might call bad. A bad cop and kind of a bad person. Didn't smell great either. But you keep your head down and you do the job and you try not to complain too much. Not within earshot of that guy anyway. And definitely not downwind of him. So, he died in 2014. Which, to be clear, I did not want. I just wanted the guy to take a bath, not a dirt nap. We went through the usual dance. They offered. I declined. But then we didn't get a new sheriff. For weeks. I was basically the acting sheriff for about a month and a half. Didn't hate it, as it turns out. I was considering calling the town council myself and telling them I'd changed my mind. But that's when Sheriff Magma showed up. Weird thing was, he wasn't accompanied by this liaison guy. I didn't really notice at the time. But thinking back, his absence after all those years made his presence that much more mysterious. Under this situation, now, today, this is the first time it ever occurred to you to ask who this person might be? Well, yeah. I mean, I guess. You're a police officer. Did you never once ask to see his credentials? I know I should have, but he pretty much only ever showed up in the middle of a major crisis and I was too caught up in the... (sighs) I'm going down to the town square now. Take care of yourself, Gondola. And you as well, Jenga. Try not to get pregnant again, if at all possible. I mean, unless you want to, of course. It's your choice and really none of my business. You are the most sensible person I've spoken with all day. (sighs) Now I suppose I should go tend to these flamingo bites. Well, that was fun while it lasted. Okay. That's the library. That's the courthouse. Obviously. I've been there a thousand times. That's City Hall. But I thought that's where the mayor worked and maybe lives? I really should learn more about how this town works. 
There's no excuse for this at my age. Mayor's office, clerk's office, human resources. There's no town council even listed here. Did somebody say town council? Jesus Christ, where did you- Hey, <laughs> relax. No need to panic, Deputy Cinder. Now, you had business with the town council. Actually, my business is with you. Right. Of course. <laughs> because I am the liaison to the town council, so you deal directly with me, and I in turn deal with them. Yes, no, I, I don't know. You sound a bit tense, deputy. You're not... No, I'm not panicking. The only time I ever considered panicking or losing my cool in my entire career is when you're around. I have questions, and you, my friend, are going to start giving me some answers. Happy to help, my friend. That's an expression. Don't go reading too much into that. Message received. All right, let's start simple. What is your name? My name. Yes, what are you called? Liaison is not a name. It's also tricky to spell. Answer the question. My name is Lanx Contacto. Well then, that's all I needed. Great! See you later, deputy! Hold it. That was also just an expression. <laughs> you, are, you are full of colorful expressions today. Beats what I thought I was full of earlier. Listen, I'd love to stick around and answer your questions, deputy, but I really must be going. This is important. So's this. City business, you know. Right. Uh, in fact, that's my phone. I have to take this. Uh, the exit, as you probably know, is uh, behind you. Bye. Don't answer that phone. It's the town council. When they call, I must answer. All calls are urgent and demand my immediate attention. You're really kind of freaked out right now, aren't you? There's no need to panic. <laughs> Shouldn't you be leading by example? All right, all right. One question and I'll leave you alone. Make it quick. You know something about the man claiming to be Case Cutchington, don't you? Sheriff Magma said he knew, but that ended up being a red herring, which then led to a lengthy dissertation on the origin of the expression red herring. That's not a question, Deputy. I really must... All right, all right. Just point me in the direction of someone who can help me with this. Can you do that? How did I not know this place was here? 33 years as a cop in this ridiculous town, and I'm still somehow discovering fresh, steaming piles of bullshit on a regular basis. Uh, it just doesn't make sense. The entire premise is flawed. Oh, hello. I d didn't hear you come in. Also, I'm certain I, d I didn't invite you in. Uh, also, I... Shut up a minute. Given that you entered my workplace, which I... Uh, B believe is commonly known as tr trespassing, which I believe is commonly regarded as a c crime. Fair point. So call the cops. I... Uh, what? Go on. Call the cops. I'll wait. Oh, well... Uh, Alright. Uh, let's see here. Sheriff Department. Uh, hi. Yes, this is Clam Bindle. I'm in the, uh, the abandoned building over by the uh, old drive-in. Sure, sure, sure. And uh, how can I help you, Mr. Uh, Bindle, was it? Well, sir, a, a strange, rather belligerent woman is trespassing on my property. 
I abhor confrontation, sir. So would you mind terribly sending an officer down to handle it? I'd be ever so grateful. Absolutely, sir. Get on that right away. Thanks so much. There. Now, you'll... Hey, Cinder. I just got a call from a Mr. Bindle. A uh, gentleman says there's a trespasser at his place. Over by the old drive-in, he says. Roger, Sheriff. I'm on it. Cinder out. Oh. So... You're a cop. Got it in one. You, you could've... Why didn't you... You, you could've just said that. I could have, sure. But now, not only do you know who I am, but I know who you are, Mr. Bindle. And I have some questions for you. Uh, I thought you might. Let's start with what is your connection to Case Cutchington? Specifically, the man who's wandering around Contentment Corner claiming to be Case Cutchington and causing quite a lot of pregnancy scares in women, some of whom thought they were long past having to worry about such things. Was there a question in there? That was a lot of words, officer. Deputy. But if I glean your general intent correctly, you want to know about this. Are those giant cylindrical vats containing clones of Case Cutchington? Got it in one. What else are you hiding behind various curtains in this place? I'm not hiding anything, deputy. I just like curtains. They really breathe life into an otherwise sterile and uninspired space. Also, they're extremely useful when you want to reveal something dramatically, which surely, given our recent exchange, you, you must appreciate on some level. Then you won't mind if I pull back this one, then, either. I, you, you probably shouldn't. Uh, oh. Doing it anyway. Oh, all right, then. My God. Is this the former sheriff of Contentment Corner, Metallia Steele? What, what's left of her? Yes. Listen, I, I can explain this. Episode 34 of Contentment Corner featured Duncan Bosco as Clam Bindle, Mark Bosco as Dr. Muttershaft and Sheriff Trace Irons, Terry Drozdak as Gondola Vanderbork, Brian Lynch as Sheriff Bax Magma, Amanda Smith as Deputy Jenga Cinder, Jason Wallace as Lanks Contacto, and Ron Algarwatt as himself. It was written by Ron Algarwatt and produced by Algar Productions, copyright 2017. Kind of ageless looking guy five foot eight about one eight kind about one eight he's one one eight high i don't know what that means maybe one eight long one eight wide one eight in diameter he's just one eight. he's just one he's a the man's an eight he's just a walking eight like a seven eight nine thing Telling dad jokes.